0: Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. Today is Thursday, May 11th, and this is podcast number 51. I'm meteorologist Jeff Orgeron, joined by Camilla Ortiz. Hey Camilla. Hello. And our chief meteorologist, Mark Nelson. Hey Mark.
1: Hey Jeff, so uh, this probably means we're we're heading into the the second half of our podcast century. We can say that, right? Wow. We're into the 50s now. We're heading for 100 by the end of the year, right? that's pretty
2: Ooh. exciting wait what year do you remember what year you
1: started these i think it was around 2012
2: oh okay that's pretty impressive from two but years? we did
1: we've done 20 20 or so since in just the past uh, year and a half yeah nice yeah.
0: Pr- primarily you and b mac to start and then yeah yeah some guest appearances here and there and now consistently the three of us sometimes the four of us when katie jumps in
1: Katie can't make it today, folks, by the way. She's uh, busy at home, but uh, she really wants to be on. So she'll be on next time. Yeah.
0: For sure. Yeah. All right. So, guys, the mercury is rising. Temperatures are warming up. It's starting to feel like (laughs) summer out there.
1: You mean the digital number on my thermometer is rising?
0: (laughs) That's right. Yeah. The mercury.
1: Uh, Well, there are still mercury thermometers, right? You can buy those in the garden centers. Right. yeah <laughs> yeah i was just looking at uh, the number <laughs> um yeah it's getting warmer today's nice huh what are we at three o'clock i don't have the number here must be around it 70, was around 73
0: mid-70s. or so 74 yeah right now um, it looks 74. like
2: 75 yeah. in beaverton maybe yeah according to our station okay. weather's weather data yeah
1: some mid-70s um, i figure we'll top out around 78 yeah. somewhere 77
0: the weather service uh issued a an excessive heat watch for the weekend and early next week um Mm-hmm. highlighting this big ridge that's going to be building. It's basically a heat dome. This is going to be a big high-pressure system over the western U.S. and Canada, actually probably extending over central Canada and the central U.S. as well. And, uh, yeah, all eyes are on how hot it's going to get this weekend. You guys have been looking at the forecast, at least the latest numbers. I was obviously studying that meticulously early this morning before you were awake. And um, Oh, I bet. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, you know it. And, um, yeah, it looks like – 90s are definitely a possibility at least saturday and sunday with that offshore wind but let's how about we dive into the details
1: yeah i think yeah. so um you know one thing that's changed three days ago right, today's thursday yeah so tuesday around tuesday monday tuesday it was looking like boy this could be a real historic event for may now to me uh, it looks more like okay we're gonna get some hot weather and, and, and maybe historic for low temperatures but the high temperatures don't look too extreme we're not going to be seeing like 98 or 100 degrees folks that's not going to happen Uh, Because that upper level ridge is going to be centered actually well north of us. The anomaly, the the change from normal and the heights in the upper atmosphere, it's actually centered over B.C., kind of like that big June 2021 thing. So for them, compared to normal, it's going to be a huge anomaly for us. It'll be like, "Eh, it's pretty hot. But um, do we all agree we would be surprised if it got 94 or higher at PDX this weekend? Yeah, I think not shocked, maybe not shocked, but uh, maybe like, oh, it's a little warm. That's at the high end, I would think. Mm. um jeff didn't say anything
0: <laughs> jeff jeff are you still there sorry guys i uh my mother just called me and it totally interrupted my uh <laughs> ah! <laughs> my audio <laughs> did you pick up, up on any of that no i don't you know? hear it
1: i think we can keep going jeff because uh, yeah. uh you're, you're still there so everything's fine what I we were asking was also. would you be surprised if we cut above oh is mom okay
0: I'm sure mom is fine. I don't know why she's calling, but I will call her back. Sorry about that, guys.
1: (laughs) Tell her do not ever interrupt a first alert weather podcast again, please.
0: Phone (laughs) is on do not disturb from here on out. (laughs) Continue. All right. So
1: um, I I was saying, do you think, would you be surprised if it got 94 or higher? Maybe not shocked, but surprised if it got that warm from what we're seeing right now because the big upper ridge is centered to our north, not
0: over us. It would be a little surprising. I just... (laughs) Given the eight fifties, yeah. but you know, that second and third day, um, they always tend to overachieve. We, t- this was kind of a, a topic in our last, uh, mm-hmm. one of our last podcasts right. and, um, you know, when those overnight lows end up a little bit warmer than we expected, then sometimes we can jump a couple of degrees warmer than the forecast. So, um, 94 is, it, it's not out of the question, but you know, I agree. we're, we're keeping it in the low nineties for other reasons. And I said, Oh, go ahead, Camilla.
1: Oh, I was just going to say,
2: I noticed that initially we had Sunday, Mother's Day as the warmest day, but Mark, you did the forecast today. It is Thursday, the 11th. Um, <laughs> I noticed you put Saturday uh, well, as the warmest day now.
1: Because I noticed on a couple models models that uh-huh. the, we, we get so much easterly flow and the upper atmosphere seems to cool just slightly from Saturday to Sunday. I'm like, well, um, you know, it might be a notch or two cooler. I didn't want to go 92 both Saturday and Sunday Yeah. and then go to 90 Monday. I guess I could have done that. And what I said in the forecast note that went out to the newsroom, we always send this big detailed forecast note. I said, in reality, all three days, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, at this point, look like they're going to be somewhere around 90 degrees, plus or minus three degrees, somewhere in there, right? So um, it could end up being 91 Saturday, 93 Sunday, and 88 Monday. We don't know. Or it might be 94 Saturday, 90 Sunday, 88 Monday. Or we, might be. we don't know, but the point is, it will be right into the lower nineties, most likely, somewhere in there. So, of course, you know, like the dog that has to walk through the parking lot and mark every tire. I had to just adjust a number, right?
0: Right. <laughs> Something
1: <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> in the forecast version of that, let's say. So yeah.
2: You think of the weirdest metaphors. Weirdest analogies, huh? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so, metaphors too.
0: So the uh, we, we're probably not looking at extreme heat, but this is still I would I would put it in the ballpark of historic heat because it is may after all um mm-hmm. the most 90s re- we've recorded in the month of may is three we've done that twice 1947 1987 at PDX. and if we end up with three in this heat wave alone um with basically another half of the month left uh that opens the door to one of the hottest May's on record just in terms of true 90 degree days
1: true. yeah you know camilla you've got the sheet there I, I don't have all i don't memorize every 850 millibar temperature every single day but oh, I, you you see I have them all there on the sheet the circled ones are the ensemble averages so for uh Sunday afternoon what, what what do you have you just look down Sunday afternoon it would be what Gf what what are the numbers there
2: so I'm seeing 16 17 and 19
1: so that's GFS euro and and Canadian. then ensemble yeah Canadian yeah. ensemble
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah the Canadian ensembles have tended to be warm I notice or, I don't know but uh, yeah so that's if we were 20 I'd be like oh my gosh we're gonna hit 95.97 Totally. But when I see like mid to upper teens, that's like, well, okay, maybe low 90s, but this isn't going to be, um, you know, the, the extreme stuff beyond 95 degrees. That's and Monday, and we we could kind of talk about Monday. I sp- well, actually, let's get to the records and then we can talk about why we think Monday really could quick possibly though, possibly be cooler.
0: On that note, Mark, yeah. really quick, a couple of weeks yeah. ago when <laughs> we hit 88, I know we didn't have as yeah. much solar heating. You know, it was you know a couple of weeks ago, so the sun angle was a little lower. But right. our 850s were around 18 degrees Celsius, 850 millibar temperatures um and we hit 88 degrees so you know mm. if we're around 16 this week or this weekend rather um with a bit more solar heating then that puts us probably in the ballpark of 90 am i right i agree
1: yeah more heating two weeks later yeah i think that's right it's just interesting how how much offshore flow on, boy, on sunday that east wind I think I saw three or four, no, four or five millibars through the gorge easterly. But I mean, it is widespread east wind on Sunday. It's all the way up to 10,000 feet, folks. So it's a very deep layer of easterly flow. And that's going to push uh, warmer. It's going to mix out very nicely. Dew points are very low each afternoon. I mean, we're talking uh, dew points in the 40s and 50. I think mostly 40s, actually, on, on Saturday and Sunday afternoon. So I see um, relative humidities both days in the teens in the afternoon. So this is going to be a dry heat. I want to emphasize that for those two days at least. And one other thing, if we have that deep easterly flow, it looks like a little bit Saturday, but more so Sunday is the big east wind day at the coastline. I think Sunday is the day we could see 90 at the, some of the beaches. So
0: Luckily, we've had better. some rain lately. <laughs> yeah, everything's
1: all soaked nicely. But my driveway, my gravel driveway is already dry, I noticed. Same.
0: So yeah. It's
1: going to be dry in a week for sure. right? And, yeah, so we will see how this all turns out. I feel pretty confident with our forecast. I know the weather service put up the excessive heat watch. And I saw in their discussion today, they were debating, should they, you know, if it doesn't look really that hot. I mean, I don't think this actually qualifies technically for their criteria. Typically, when they put those out, it's going to be like closer to 100. But they're thinking the warm nights and people aren't used to the heat so far. So they may just turn it into a heat advisory and just say, okay, it's going to be a little hot. But um, what I found...
0: I just read their criteria for an excessive heat oh, yeah. watch. What is that? Tell us what that is because I couldn't
1: find that. The excessive heat
0: watch that. criteria is mm-hmm. – it's it's just like one or two sentences. It's very vague, and it's basically saying like unseasonably warm or hot. Um, so – or I think it was something along those lines. It may not have said unseasonably, but like um, unusually hot or warm. And so hmm. it makes sense given that it's May and we're going to be climbing into the 90s, maybe two to three afternoons, and overnight lows are going to be – you know, in record territory, I get it. Um, It would be nice to have a criteria, like a set of numbers, but it's tough when, you know, you're looking at a May to September stretch. It can vary quite a bit. True.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's fair. Uh,
2: Should we talk about records for those three days in Portland? Please do. Yes. So, okay. So, I mean, we'll be close. Uh, We could, you know, hit a record any one of those days, but it looks like the record for Saturday is 92, and right Ooh,
1: now we're going close. 92. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 folks.
0: wait, Camilla. We oh. have to include oh. Friday because we're gonna actually. We our forecast is tying a record high Friday. Wait, it is. Yes. Oh my
2: gosh, we don't even have that. I don't even have that pulled up here. 87, what what is, tomorrow's 87, record?
0: Record? 87 oh. is the record, and we're going. For oh, I didn't know that. I know it, it was a sneaker. It is. Okay. Mm, so
2: low hanging, could...
1: fruit. low <laughs> hanging fruit. Low hanging
0: fruit.
2: So could potentially tie a couple records, it looks like, two days in a row. And then, let's see, the record for Sunday, 91, so we'll be very close. Could and happen. Monday's yeah. record, 93. That one may be more of a stretch,
0: but mm-hmm. who knows? I think yeah. so.
1: So we have four within the realm of possibility. What
0: about right. the lows? Ooh.
1: Those are going to be maybe easier to hit.
0: All-time record low, war- all-time record warm low for the month of May is 62 at PDX.
2: Oh, yeah. And we have, what, 64, I think, for Monday morning?
0: We have 62, 64, 62. That's what I had. Mark, did you keep that, or did you adjust? Oh, he made,
2: it, oh, he made what, his tweaks. What about Tuesday?
0: I think I made lower tuesday <laughs> base. Think,
2: I think Tuesday you just dropped it one degree. I see 61 for
1: Tuesday morning. <laughs> oh, I hate it when they do that. I think I meant <laughs> to drop it two degrees. I hate it when people do that. Um, I, you know, that, just, that record of 62 shows you how hard it is to keep nights really warm in um, – in May and and I'll tell you just looking at the flow pattern I, I I guess two things going on one is is it humid enough Sunday night and Monday morning to keep us warmer or is it because I think will still be mixing from the east wind I can't tell why why models want to go that warm it may be it may, might be the easterly wind not that it'll just keep the atmosphere pretty well mixed are you talking about Monday so we'll night see. Sunday, night. Oh, Sunday Mon- night by Monday night we got an onshore push in progress so that's why I went cooler Tuesday morning
0: well i'm also thinking about that mid level mid layer mid level layer of cloud cover oh, that'll right. be drifting in
1: Oh, Sunday night. Yeah, and then Monday night. We, Who knows what it's going to be like Monday night. Should we talk about that? We, we should, cover our, our yeah. Record lows? Okay. Yeah, so we yeah. could have like four record lows, maybe. Oh, maybe, my gosh. Possibility. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I mentioned that Upper High is pretty far north. And the thing that showed up the last two days is this little wiggle, uh, basically a little upper-level low, very small, compact little, cute little guy coming around, coming from the east, actually, late Saturday through Monday from like, Wyoming slides under the upper high directly over Oregon. And by Monday afternoon, it's kind of just off the coastline. Mm. So if you imagine this isn't a visual podcast, but if you imagine if you have a little upper level low off the coastline, you got a high pressure up to the northeast. We still have low level easterly flow, so it's still very hot. And what that does is then we're in this upper level south south southeasterly flow, which is perfect for thunderstorms like what we had a week ago. uh, Well, one week ago was last Thursday. Uh, we woke up to thunderstorms in the morning. So it's the same sort of setup, but we've got more heat and more energy. So I noticed models, eh, like the euro had backed off slightly today, but they all have hints that there could be some sort of thunderstorm action Monday afternoon or Monday evening or Monday night. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and at the very least, if we have cloud cover, that would probably reduce yeah. daytime highs and it would probably elevate our overnight lows. Right. So.
1: Or it could blow us out of the water. It could. Uh, we, maybe the clouds don't show up until... 5 p.m. maximum heating time we're actually 94 on monday and the clouds come in they sit there all night and we're 68 for the by far the warmest ever may night and we blow the forecast to both ends you never know that's part of the fun
2: it's funny because you know we've been talking about how you know these kind of heat wave setups are a little bit easier to forecast than like you know winter weather and snow but there could be some variety mixed in there that makes it interesting
1: true um, you know, that's a good point, but mostly maybe mostly for meteorologists in that for the public, from the public's point of view, regular people, like you folks listening, um, the last three days, we, we talk about these forecast changes. It hasn't changed at all. It's like, oh, it's going to be around 90 and hot this weekend. Yeah, true. At least we don't have to vary from, uh, you know, rain to, it's going to rain on Sunday. Oh, now it looks like snow. Oh, it could be freezing rain mixed in. We're not having to deal with any of that stuff with yeah. these heat waves, which is great. Heat yeah. waves are, yeah, you're right. The little, little details are important, but it's... Um, but it's so much better than forecasting the snow and ice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so much better. It's not as stressful (laughs) unless you don't have an AC. I mean, I got
1: it done quickly today and yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So I'm pulling up some of the ensemble long range guidance because, um, obviously focuses on the heat this weekend and early next week, thunderstorm chance around Monday ish, maybe into Tuesday. Um, and then how are we looking beyond that? I mean, that Ridge kind of lingers and it, yeah, we, real weird stuff. We don't necessarily have 90s beyond that, or maybe we do have one or two, but I think 80s and 70s are absolutely in the realm of possibility. I mean, they're they're likely to stick around. And, I mean, this is this is feeling more like July than it is May.
1: I, I was just going to say that. I mean, we look at, uh, you know, you look through next week, and we get these uh, long-range models out to two weeks, well, in 10 days, two weeks. And none of them show any sort of cool wet pattern coming up. No. I mean, if we stay in this warm, dry pattern for a week and a half, that's very unusual. I can only remember one time. You guys have heard me talk about it like, you know, the old guy that knows all the old weather patterns. <laughs> but um, there, in May of 1997, um, I remember we had two weeks dry and two weeks, I think it was all in the 70s and 80s, kind of like what we're seeing ahead. That's re- I got to tell you, that's real weird. And then I remember we suddenly had about an inch of, inch of rain ending that. And it felt like, okay, this is back to normal May. It's pretty stressful on our plants and our local yeah. wildlife to suddenly just have summer in the middle of May for, for you know, not more, you know, not not just two or three days, but if it goes on for a week and a half or two weeks, that's pretty unusual. Well, and I hate to say yeah. it,
0: Mark, but we've, that would elevate fire danger down, down the road. I mean, if we, we've got all this. It would. We've got Everything's so yeah. green and lush right now, and all of a sudden we're looking at a stretch of uh, 80s, 85 plus, and then hardly any rain. I just don't like what that. Potentially means down the road in July, June, August. Oy vey. Yeah,
1: yeah, if that if that were to continue, that's true. Although who knows? Maybe we have a wet June. We never know if we go back into a cool pattern for
0: June. Oh, perhaps, don't you, you say pattern. that! Don't you say that for <laughs> oh, the Rose Festival? Oh, I did. Festival. I just said it. Don't you say that for the Rose Festival, <laughs> oh, my friend?
1: The Rose, Rose Festival Rose low. Festival. <sighs> oh the my Rose gosh. Festival <laughs> low. It's just waiting to pounce oh. on us.
2: Yeah, let's see. I was gonna look. How much rain have we gotten? Oh, okay. Less than less than nine tenths of an inch. What
0: this so month? Far. For them yes. Unless you lived yes. in southwest Portland early this week when we got like That's an right. inch and a half of rain. Oh
2: from yeah. Thunderstorms,
0: thunderstorms. training. Thunderstorms,
2: yeah. That was
0: I have you know I have so much gravel you know. at the bottom of my driveway, it just like <laughs> I couldn't believe how much runoff was going on at my house. Shovel it back up, it just it's you gotta you gotta shovel it back
1: up for the next rainstorm.
0: All right, Mark.
1: You know, sometimes people complain about, they'll say, well, why the airport didn't get hard-leaning rain? That's not representative because I had an inch and a half of rain at my house. Well, yeah. I can remember instances when, I remember around 2010, where we had an inch of rain one late May evening at the airport. There was flooding at the airport, yet it was dry on the west or southwest side of town. So these scattered showers, it's never placement isn't going to matter. Over time, it should even out.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll say one thing. The upside to the stretch of warm weather is the gardens are going to be flourishing um right you posted a kind of a cool video of what was it an apple blossom with a bee kind of flying around it earlier today oh very was that very artsy
1: i just i randomly it just finished a run and i'm like i see that it was a crab apple tree blooming i'm like i gotta get a picture of this and i knew there were bees because i could hear them so just did a little slow-mo i'm not a photographer by any means you guys know it's like i don't i don't do pictures it's like you know quick snapshot that's it i just don't have the you hear how I talk. I don't have the patience to sit there and, and, you know, focus for that long on a, on a, on a photo. Um, but that was neat. I got the little bee going in between the blossoms last year. It was rainy almost all of May and uh, right during blossom time for the apples, the pears, the blueberries, the raspberries. And we had very few of all of those things. It was terrible. You know, we get to August. It's like, where are all the blueberries? Where are all the apples? One tree had like almost no apples. And I realized, Oh, it was terrible. The bees couldn't get out during pollination time. So this, is perfect because my apples and pears are just, they're just about peaking right now with the blossoms. So a little oh, hot nice. for the bees, but they, you know, they, they know how to deal with that. Camilla, you? That
2: was a pretty good video. I'm watching it right now on Twitter.
1: Camilla, That's what are you smart. growing in your backyard? You like my slow-mo?
2: What yeah. am I doing in the backyard? Yeah. Well, we just ordered uh, patio furniture, finally, which <laughs> is very exciting. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Priorities.
2: uh, We'll actually, yeah, be able to use the outdoor space. But um, actually, I'm gonna be borrowing Mark's pressure washer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean up that deck because it is looking nasty. So gross.
1: Jeff, we're gonna have a session out in the uh, between shows. We only have one hour between shows from seven to eight p.m. So in the uh, first alert
0: weather parking lot. what is this session is this to like Um, demonstrate or is this to teach camilla what's the deal
1: yes well i gotta show her how to like i've never used one before i
2: don't want to break it or point it at the ground blast my finger off you
0: spray camilla
2: okay well it's powerful water jeff don't underestimate the power of water i'm a little
0: intimidated by it well
1: jeff what's the setting on the choke supposed to be when you start it
0: i don't have settings on mine oh yes (laughs) i don't have settings i don't have settings on mine
1: well, you know you have to turn the choke up you have to kind of feel the engine like okay it's going going okay and then you pull the choke back like oh now this it's isn't burning. a fire hose <laughs> i know but you got to get the engine going All right.
0: i guess i'll i anyway, guess i'll, I'll watch show the video how it once you post it we'll see how it goes
1: yeah no it's yeah. fine it's uh it, it, she, camilla's right it's easy so i brought that and i hope it fits in your car camilla because it didn't really fit in my subaru so i had to bring a pickup wait okay
2: oh wait really it's that big
0: it's pretty big. Oh, well, we'll God. see. We can talk on about that, it later. on that subject okay. of cool. cool Mark Nelson tools. You just bought something that was oh, mind-boggling. Yeah. What? Explain to our viewers <laughs> what you said to us earlier.
1: Thirty-seven ton powered uh, log splitter. Oh my! Yeah. Whoa. You know what? That thing. You know that it splits. You know rounds of wood. You know, we burn firewood because we're way up in the middle of nowhere and, you know, power goes out and we like to use it anyway. And um, I have always split firewood by hand, which is great. It is true. It's great exercise. But, you know, you get into your, you know, 50s and um, you're like, eh, I don't feel like doing all that all the time anymore. And so I saw one on Craigslist, you know, because I'm always scouting Craigslist for the specials. And um, it's a little, for those of you that do happen to know log splitters, I mean, 37 tons is a bit too much. That's going to go through like anything, like the most knotty wood. But um, but some you know it's funny. Some woods are easy to split anyway by hand. The um, the alder, which we have a lot of here, easy splits easy once it's dry. And the Douglas fir splits pretty easy dry too. But man, the um, the hemlock and the noble fir. Whew! But this thing, have you ever seen a hot knife go through a little a little um, a cube of butter? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah.
1: That's about what it was like, and wow. you could see the water kind of spurting out of the wood as it was just peeling it away. It was it was a beautiful thing, guys. I can wow. invite you over. We can have like a log splitting party. <laughs>
2: Just sit and watch the logs. That's the most country thing I've ever heard. So
1: <laughs> that was a very nice way of putting it, Kenoda. Mark. Yeah. When you say
0: knotty wood, do you mean it has knots in it, or was this like, was this wood like, you know, no, yeah. does it need a yes. timeout?
1: Has knots in it. K N O T, not N a-, a U G. Yeah. K N O T knots. Lots of knots okay. in it.
2: I'm actually really glad you
1: clarified okay. that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, wood yeah. with knots do you know- in it. Jeff, do you know what I realized? I realized that Mark goes to Home Depot much in the same way that I go to Target. You know, like you you, you make yourself believe you have a reason to go, but you don't really. You just kind of want to browse. That's what Mark does. That's right. He's like, oh, I should go to Home Depot. That's really it's
1: cute.
0: Still like, Mar-
1: I picked up an electric strip today. That was great. A nice little six-panel electric strip. Very Mark's exciting. an
0: efficient shopper, though. He'll go to, like, Fred Meyer. He'll go to Costco. He'll go to Home Depot oh, all yeah. in one trip because he doesn't like to make multiple... Trips, am I right, Mark? Because you live up in the country.
1: Yeah, because I love the environment. I don't
0: want to waste gas. There you go. Yep. Speaking of okay. that, um do you measure your emissions with all this wood burning in your house? Hey, we're out of time. We got to show <laughs>
1: coming up.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: No, I do not. But I clean. I, I do dry. It's very well okay. dried. You hardly ever see Good. smoke coming out. It's very, very clean. I worry there. about your
0: lungs, my friend. That's all I, that's all. Uh,
1: oh, you mean inside, inside the house. Yeah, you're right. You do have, have to be careful. I try not to let the smoke get out, you know, in the house. when you open it up, make sure you got a good draft going up so that, so the smoke goes up, not out into the, There you go. out into the living room. That's bad. You're right. All good right.
0: point. Um, well, everybody just get ready for this heat this weekend. I know it's not going to be as extreme as something that we've, you know, some, some heat waves we've seen in recent years, but for May standards and considering how cool it's been lately, you know, the past couple of months, yeah. just be prepared. And have a place to go in case you don't have AC. And yeah, Mark, you have a four o'clock show coming up in what a half hour.
1: Half hour, I gotta, we gotta That's get what going I'm here. So mm-hmm. our
0: plan is to be back in a week to recap this heat and to talk about what's to come. But until then, you know, enjoy this little taste of summer, or big taste You're of summer, if you will. And, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon. And tell us, please tell us.